St. Paul says to the Colossians that Jesus the Christ is the image of the invisible God. He was and he is a human that is the icon of God. The writer to the Hebrews begins his letter noting that God, who at various times and in various ways spoken times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person. Christ is an exact representation of God's true and real being. Jesus says to Philip, He who has seen me has seen the Father. (coughs) Excuse me. Jesus shows us God. Jesus is, of course, the second person of the Godhead, but he is also human. That's the amazing thing about Christmas. The incarnation is God taking very seriously the problems of his creation. It is the creator becoming a part of his creation. And in so doing, he takes a body of the apex of his creation. He becomes a man. Not a whale, not a dog, not a lion even. (coughs) A man. It boggles the mind to wrestle with these ideas. Yet Jesus had all the struggles of growing up like we have had and for some of you are having. Jesus dealt with relationships, healthy and unhealthy, I'm sure. Let's be honest, there are lots of people who did not have a good relationship with Jesus as an adult. In fact, maybe most people, (coughs) as we read our accounts in the Gospels. I'm sure there were such cases during his childhood and his teenage years. So we wrestle tonight with the idea of God, the all-perfect being, becoming one of us. Malcolm Geith, the Anglican priest and poet, notes, in the incarnation, Christ, in taking on human nature, takes on, becomes involved in, visits, redeems the whole of humanity, not just the chosen people to whose race and culture he belonged. And what is more, when the fullness of God comes to dwell in the fullness of Christ's humanity, then that mysterious image of God in which all humanity was made is at last restored. And we can see that the light who so uniquely and particularly became the Christ child at Bethlehem is also, as John's gospel clearly proclaims, the true light that enlightens every man was coming into the world. To dive further into perhaps this corner, this one small part of this huge mystery, please allow me to quote William Blake's poem, The Divine Image. 
To mercy, pity, peace, and love, all pray in their distress. And to these virtues of delight, return their thankfulness. For mercy, pity, peace, and love is God, our Father dear. And mercy, pity, peace, and love is man, his child, and care. For mercy has a human heart, pity a human face, and love the human form divine, and peace the human dress. Then every man of every clime that prays in his distress prays to the human form divine, love, mercy, pity, peace. And all must love the human form in heathen, Turk, or Jew, where mercy, love, and pity dwell, their God is dwelling too. These virtues Blake speaks of, mercy, pity, peace, and love, are arguably the essence of God's personhood. Blake intimates as much But then he just says it, for mercy, peace, and love is God our Father dear. But he also notes that man is made in God's image. And mercy, pity, peace, and love is man, his child, and care. He then connects these virtues to humanity in his imagery. That is, mercy has a human heart, pity a human face, etc., And he notes that love is the human form divine. And the divine human is to whom we direct our prayers when in distress. Jesus is love incarnate. What's the practical consequence of what we celebrate on Christmas? One of them is given by Blake. And all must love the human form in heathen Turk or Jew where mercy, love, and pity dwell Their God is dwelling too. All of our neighbors, the people around us, the people that don't like our religion, maybe even don't like us because they don't like our religion, all these people are made in the image of God. And therefore there is something of mercy, love, and pity in them. Even if they force it down, they ignore it. They try to get rid of it. They have the image of God stamped upon them, not in the same way as Christ is an exact representation of God's real being, but perhaps not completely unlike. We must imitate the divine love and love our neighbors and those around us with that love. that's a real consequence of the Incarnation. And that love looks a lot like the love of Jesus. Self-sacrifice, gentleness, humility, honor, grace. May we seek this life seriously in this difficult time that we've been called to live out our faith. Amen.